This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. Oh, what they on? All steroids and no carbs. They're the big ass kids. This is primetime. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Roth and Jason Sakanik with primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Well, yes, we're just starting our second hour. And yes, it is time to break. That's uh, the kind of day it's been. We're a little behind. Well, it's always, I was just telling Will, you know, he's, this is his first time on our show. And I'm like, man, Mondays are always hard because there's just so much to talk about. Yep. This one, even more so yeah. after all that happened. Uh, but the reality is uh, we got to turn the page, move on to Stockwatch in our next segment. We have in the news. Later, we'll talk about my USC Trojans and my <laughs> Michigan Wolverines. A lot to talk about. The, the Michigan uh, one probably was my biggest surprise dude, of the weekend. Me too. I was on Ohio State. That was unbelievable. Yeah. That was impressive. Yep. And I, I don't know. It's like both of those schools, I, both of them kind of went in with some doubts. You know, people may still be doubting them. I don't know how you could still doubt USC, and I certainly don't know how you could still doubt Michigan. Yeah, Michigan proved a lot to me. I just kind of always thought, you know, the, 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 last year they beat Ohio State, and it was like, oh, well, the, the rivalry is flipped. And I'm like, dude, it's one year. Like, Ohio State has owned that. And, you know, this is two years in a row now that, you know, at least for two and a half quarters, that thing was was neck and neck. And then the final quarter and a half, Michigan just punched them well, in the face, and Ohio State completely melted down. Yeah, they sure did. I mean, Michigan made them look silly. Yep. But, you know, who had who could predict three passing touchdowns of over 40 yards in the first half from Michigan? Crazy. Right? Who could predict? And then the second half, they just ran it right down their throat for 240 yards, I yeah. think, or something like that. Yeah, just, just bullied them. And then Ohio State's offense, who at the beginning looked like they weren't going to be stopped. <laughs> and then the, the offense just, did they even, what did they get in the second half of that? 
Like, I don't know if they were shut out, but it was damn near close. I feel like it was 20 to 17 at half, maybe. Yeah, their offense did They got three points. Their yeah. offense did nothing in the second half of that football game. Well, anyway, we'll get oh, to— By the way, bye-bye Heisman Trophy, C.J. Stroud. Right, yeah. The college football playoff, you know, it, it kind of looks set if chalk holds this weekend. Yeah. Georgia-Michigan, USC-TCU. Well, Georgia-Michigan, it doesn't matter. They're in no matter what. Doesn't it? it it's, it's a moot point. Georgia and Michigan are in— but TCU and USC obviously still need to win. I think you can make the argument TST, TCU maybe has some wiggle room, but I think both of TCU and, and, and USC do have to win this Well, weekend. hey, man, dropping 62. Whoa! 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 That's in our uh, headsets here, Will. <laughs> Sorry, hit the wrong button. He's preparing for Stockholm. That was Will's first uh, oopsie today. Yeah. It, ha- it happens, Will. Uh, TCU dropping 62, though, that's a nice exclamation point on Absolutely. It. What is really one of the more random out-of-nowhere undefeated seasons. Yeah, and we still keep waiting for the shoe to drop. Well, <laughs> it's it's not. It's not happening. Well, that, that, that that's going to be a good Big 12 title game. Yeah. Kansas State's good. Yep. Uh, so anyway, we'll and get to all of that. And they've already played. And get PC to all won. of that. Uh, Oregon is now 1-5 against ranked teams in November and December the last two seasons. Yeah. So a lot of people are are not happy. You lose, like Will said, you lose to Washington and Oregon State in the same year. But I, I just I feel like, and I'm not trying to be a homer here. I don't care about. I just not. I'm not a Duck fan. I just feel like Dan Lanning is really good. I think he's got a chance to be elite, and I like his aggression on fourth downs. But to think that he should be Nick Saban right out of the gate, you know, it takes time. Still had a great season. Uh, still will go to a, a pretty good bowl. Surely it's, you know, it's hard to, I mean, there's a lot of what ifs and man could have been a special season, but that's a young coaching staff and they're only going to get better. I I think you're in great hands. But 36 year old head coach, 32 year old head coach, or excuse me, offensive coordinator who now is going to go on to be a head yeah, coach. See, that's, State. that's the one thing I hate. That's why the stability of it. It's like, God, can they find an OC? The second the offensive coordinator has success, he gone. he's gone. Yep. And so it's really, even if you're able to keep landing, for the next, let's just say five years to, to get some of that stability. This. How many OCs are you going to have in that time? Yep. I mean, and really, and I, I've said it: the only school that has shown over the, the the years that they're immune to the the coach turnover, where it doesn't matter, is Nick Saban. Rest of the time, when you look, well, but at, they get it a lot though. You well, just, oh, that's what that's just, what I'm saying. They're they're immune to it because everyone gets it. Like they, they leave, and he doesn't seem to be affected by it. Well, he makes good hires. He and makes he's great, got a program that's yeah established, and, 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 and people want to go there. But you, you look at a lot of the other programs, and when they have this sort of coaching turnover, it really has a negative effect. And um, I think the big one right now for a young coach who doesn't have a deep coaching tree. Which I mean, you look at his staff; it's very young because Dan Lanning doesn't have an established coaching tree. So I ask the question: How attractive is this? Who does he know? This is a monster hire right now for Dan Lanning in this very, very young coaching staff. All right, it is four nineteen. Our stock watch is up next. What we're buying and selling from the weekend in sports. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's primetime stock watch. What's all the hype? Are Isaac and Soup buying it or calling BS and unloading it fast? Sounds to me like you guys are a couple of bookies. Is the hype accurate or a bunch of hot gas? Before you buy or sell, listen close. It's easy to grin when your ship comes in and you've got the stock market beat. But the man worthwhile is the man who can smile when his shorts are too tight in the seat. <laughs> Primetime Stock Watch is brought to you by 1-800-DIVORCE. When you need to take stock of your rights, 1-800-DIVORCE is on your side. Call 1-800-D-I-V-O-R-C-E today. All right, our uh, friend Buck is out today. He's on daddy duty, so uh, Will Ortner pinch hitting. So uh, this is uh, this is a big one, his first stock watch ever. Here's Will. There it is! The Beavers win it! Oregon State upsets Oregon in the 126th edition of the rivalry game. The Beavers 38, Oregon 34 in the greatest comeback arguably in the history of this series. The Beavers win it and the fans are storming the field in their cowboy hats that the Beaver players were already donning. What a gorgeous scene on a glorious day and one of the great comebacks in program history. The Beavers 38, Oregon 34. Buy or sell. That is the biggest win in the last 15 years in Oregon State football. First off, how about uh, Mike Parker doing a little Michael K? The Yankees were. That's John Sterling. Sorry, not Michael K. Got my Yankee announcers mixed up. The Beavers win. Yeah, that's the biggest win. I. You know, I, well, I know I'm racking my brain. Do you have other games you can toss at us in the last 15 years? Because uh, they were They've good. won three. They've won three of the uh, last, what, five? I mean, I don't know how far you go back, I, like when that Wisconsin win was. I remember they had that. Look, this yeah. is this is big. You haven't been to a Rose Bowl, you know, and, and even the, the where you have won in the Civil War. I mean, the, the fact that... This doesn't feel like it's a one-off. That you've now won two of three, like you've won the last two in Corvallis. You're building something there with Jonathan Smith. You won nine games this year, chance to have a 10-win season for the first time in God knows how long. You felt like you were one quarterback away from, by the way, arguably playing for a Pac-12 championship. Feels like there's tremendous momentum being built with that program. And to cap this one off and the way it happened... This is the biggest win in in, in in that program in 15 years. Easy. Yeah, totally I, buy it. I buy it, too, because I, I'm racking my brain for another big win. I mean, unfortunately, there haven't been many. When was the USC? When was the USC? Well, see, I think you're going further. Unfortunately, I think you're going further than you 15 years. Further back? Back. No, I mean, we've been together. It was, we were on the air together, so it's it's yeah. right around there. 2000. Seven, eight, somewhere in You're there? somewhere in there oh, look, where I, you where I, you beat USC. I was looking at the game formerly known as the Civil War history, and if you if you go by Will's stock, he said fifteen years. Oregon State's only won three of the of the 
15 games. Yeah. I remember the Gary Anderson one was big. Yeah. But this one seems bigger than that now because that all imploded and Gary sure. Anderson left, right? Yeah. And the whole thing went south. So I feel like where Jonathan Smith was when he took over to this, yeah. definitely the biggest of the last 15 years. And if Beaver fans could text in at 503-250-1080, give me another win that rivals this. The one the I go back to is, and I don't know, I'd have to look it up. Someone now just said that 2008 was when the when the Beavers beat USC. They've been with Mark Sanchez. And I, I think that's, if you're going to point to another one, I, I would go with that. I would go with the Halloween night beating beating USC. Yeah, that is, but I mean, that is 2008. That's 2008, right? So that falls in this window. And that was a great year. They they well, they went eight and four. Went they eight got and four. Housed by Oregon in the Civil War. So again, I asked the question to Beaver fan: Which would you rather have? That win against USC or this one against Oregon? And I think because it's a rivalry, and again, where you're establishing the program, where you think this is going. I'm I'm sticking with it. Even with the USC loss I'm, or the USC win, I think this is the biggest win in 15 years for Oregon State. I'm with you because this just feels like it's ushering in, and you know Oregon State's back. Like yes. you, you had to you had to announce that with a big win, and this yeah. was it. Yeah. So now it's like Oregon State feels like in your head has just gone to a whole nother level. Yeah. Now Jonathan Smith's going to have to back that up. Yep. But th- do you remember the USC years? Two thousand eight. You remember who they played in the bowl that year? They went eight and four. Was that the pit? Yes. Oh god. That was the pit three and oh, a three to nothing game in the Sun Bowl. Yeah, and it didn't Get lead, and it didn't lead to anything. And we'll see exactly. where this goes. But it feels right. you got a four star quarterback coming in that you're really high on, right? You got this stable of backs. Martinez is a freshman for God's sakes. Oh, by the way, how about that? Your best offensive player gets hurt. And you just go to the two backups, and they continue to run it down Oregon's throat. And 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 just the, the culture and, and, and a young defensive coordinator that if you can keep and Trent Bray, who looks like he could be the real deal, just feels that there is a tremendous amount of momentum right now in this Oregon State program. And, I, Brugham. Uh, uh, yeah, Brugham, it's it's as big as it gets. Harrison comes left inside of him, and now in motion is Bolden back to the right. Back and hand it off again, running right, and just blowing his way down inside the one, and the pile will push him into the end zone. Touchdown, Oregon State. That was the final touchdown for <laughs> Oregon, touchdown State Oregon State over Oregon. Buy or sell, even though going 9-3 and three with losses to UW and to Oregon State, this is a failure of a year for the University of Oregon. It shouldn't be, but it will be viewed that way, and I get why. Because, you know, the Georgia game aside – where you were at, the position in which you were at, what you had set yourself up to accomplish, and the position you were in against Washington and Oregon State. The two losses that you could do something about. The Georgia one, you fought your dad, and you know, good luck with that. You called the old man out in the, in the front yard and didn't go so well. But the others, you were playing your little brother and, and your cousin, and you had him beat. So, yes, I don't see if you're an Oregon fan, and I get, and, and this will be Joey's line, and, and I, I understand. If you could say at the start of the year, Oregon's going to go 9-3, 10 wins with a bowl game, I think most people would be like, yeah, sounds about right. You know, that's that's reasonable expectations. But when you're three weeks away from a chance to play for a college football playoff, and it feels like the table is set for you, and it feels like you have both of those games in hand and you let them get away, I don't know how you can view it any other way. Well, I, I always try to not overreact after a, a stinging loss, and I do feel like saying this season is not a success after that loss is overreacting. So I will sell it. I, I do not think it's a failure. They had a good season. 
Again, this is a brand new coaching staff that is very young. Remember, they lost the opening game by 46 points. What did I mean? Like, did you think this team was special? It was going to take time. Now, that said, they came a long way. They made Bo Nix of all a Heisman Trophy candidate. A Heisman Trophy candidate. And yes, these losses stink, but I think you got to zoom out a little bit and say that was a really solid first year for that coaching staff. The OC hire, as you mentioned, is important. But I do I do think if they can just get some continuity, I, I really think the Ducks program, with so many coaches turning over year after year, I think it's, it's amazing that they're as good as they are considering that. Um, I, and I also feel like the Lanning Dillingham staff made the crystal ball, uh, whoever you want to add in there, Arroyo or uh, Moorhead, or it just made the pre- prior regime look pretty bad X's and O's wise. Yeah. So I think if you consider all of those things, this stings. But I, 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 I don't think it's a failure of a season. Now, if you keep going backwards and these things keep happening, we're going to have to revisit that. But right now, I, it hurts, but I, I just I feel like it was a good season. Get some NIL money, by the way. Your biggest job right yeah. now, besides the Kenny Dillingham thing, go throw a bunch of money at yeah. Bo Nix and get him to come back for another year. Williams has time against the four-man Whoa. rush. Back quickly, scanning, now running. Sorry. Oh, he, he cut up. That and I think the transfer portal for defensive players, yeah. dude, they, they, they need – they need to hit that transfer portal. I, find some- I mean, Lincoln Riley has has taken that to a ten and one uh, magical season. Yeah. I'm not saying you can do that because you're still building, but I, I just think there's going to be the you, transfer portal is where it's at when you are this bad on defense. You found Bucky Winnington, Bo, which made your offense. You got to go find those three guys on, on the, the other side, side of the ball. 100. Williams has time against the four-man rush. Back quickly. Scanning. Now running out of time. Circling back. Joystick on the move again. Are you kidding me? Caleb Williams dancing, cutting, mesmerizing run by the quarterback. Finally dragged down at the 20. It's a highlight reel tonight. He did the Heisman pose earlier. If he wants to do the Heisman pose after this play, I'm okay with it. Little bit of premature audio there. Sorry about that. But uh, this might be a bit premature as well. Caleb Williams, by or sell, won the Heisman no matter mm. what on Saturday. No matter what. Is, when is the when do the votes have to be? I will look do at that. Do they get another week I, to I watch I think him? there's another week that comes before the bowl games. Yeah. But I think the votes. They watch. I think they get the conference week. title. I don't. I'm not going to say no matter what. I mean, if you throw six picks and you fall on your ass and you lose in this one. Uh, so I'll stop short with with. There's nothing that can be done. But when you look at the others, right? So C.J. Stroud kind of felt like he crapped the bed. Uh, Hooker is is out of it. Bryce Young, I feel like is is an afterthought. Uh, Bo Nix, who is up there, you know, Michael Penix, all of a sudden, you know, enters that conversation. I just don't think there's another guy that's looming. So barring, I'll say this: barring some sort of collapse. And I'm not even talking about a loss. He can lose. Barring some sort of Caleb Williams four-pick calamity, he just won the Heisman Trophy. He absolutely won it there on the biggest stage. And I've watched USC play a bunch this year, and I said, I just didn't think they had the look of a playoff team. Well, the last couple weeks, they have given everyone the double finger, and they're playing better defense, and Caleb Williams has cleaned it up, and that offense is a juggernaut. And, yeah, they, I think he won the Heisman Trophy. What am I buying or selling? It's his no matter what. It's his no matter yeah. what. No matter what he does. I buy it. 
uh, because he's going to carve up Utah. He had 385 yards and five tutties the first time against Utah. Probably won't be like that again. But he, he that guy, I don't know. He's he's incredible. Like he is a big reason why USC is where they are and why you should believe in USC. Because even when all else breaks down, that dude can just make a play. Yep. And it's he's he is the best player in college football. And I think. Yeah, I think he's already won the Heisman. I think the two and part of it is that, like you said, some of the other guys have fallen off. Well, I'm looking here, and right now, you know, with with Corm getting hurt at Michigan, so right now it's it's Caleb Williams the favorite, then uh, Duggan, the TCU quarterback that no one's talking about. He deserves about. more credit, but yes. he's not Caleb. Williams. He's not Caleb Williams, and then you get into Stroud, Bennett, and then the Michigan back. So right now, Caleb Williams minus three thousand, so he is the huge favorite with with uh, Duggan being plus two thousand. It's Caleb Williams. And you're right. He is the best player in college. I think him and Bryce Young. With it, it's, it's weird. I think Bryce Young has done a better job this year than the year he won the Heisman Trophy. With the O-line and the lack of, of receiver talent that, that I mean, lack of what he's used to playing with, watch Bryce Young sometime. Dude, that dude is sick. It's just that when you have two losses, and by the way, each one of those is one play. I, I, I just think he kind of gets lost in the shuffle. But Bryce Young and Caleb Williams right now are the two best players in college football. Three to the left, two to the right, from the 12, back to pass. Here's Percent looking, firing, end zone. Oh, what a catch by Njoku! Touchdown! What a catch by the Chief! A touchdown! That was the touchdown that sent the Bucks browns game into overtime. They would go on to win the Browns. This question is about the losing quarterback, Tom Brady. Buy or sell with all the issues on the field with the FTX bankruptcy. Giselle is winning the divorce right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's winning. A- she's off in Puerto Rico right now or wherever with some sort of jiu-jitsu instructor getting in. Uh, she's doing some omoplatas. She's working a Kimura in the bedroom. Lots of good stuff is happening. If you look at Tom Brady, he just looks miserable. He looks gaunt. He looks just... Well, they suck. And they're not any good. And yes, Giselle is winning that divorce 10 times over. Tom Brady needs to get to the end of the season and start working through some young models. He needs to go through that. He needs to pull it. He needs to call his buddy Derek Jeter, get some of Jeter's wife's friends down to the place in Tampa. He needs he needs a strong rebound offseason to the tune of let's go like 25 to like 29. He needs to be in that age range and kind of get some of the fountain of youth going because he just he just looks miserable. Yeah, but I, I I can't I can't believe he didn't ask my advice. You know, <laughs> it just seems so obvious. It's yeah. like, why are you going back to play football? First of all, you're old and your team now sucks, and that's all she want. All she wanted you to do is not play football. That's it. And she's a supermodel, by yes. the way, dude, who makes like fifty million yeah, dollars a year more than you. Like, what are you? <laughs> Just he should have just texted me and I could have talked yeah. him through it. But by the way, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, still in first place. Just, just saying. I know. Yeah, that we'll there get is, to that in our. There is every team in that division is yeah. sub five hundred. Yeah, and you know Carolina. I was looking at today, um, and we will we'll talk about this throughout the week. But uh, Carolina and the Saints are four and eight. Mm-hmm. They're a game and a half out. That's right. Someone at, and by the way, one of those teams will right. host. A playoff game. Uh, there's our stock watch. Goldberg Jones, when it comes to divorce, custody, and child support issues, trust Goldberg Jones to help. Uh, 1-800-DIVORCE is the number. Phone questions answered at no charge. We'll get to uh, in the news coming up next. The world's largest active volcano erupts. Here's Will. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Prime time with Isaac and Sue on 1080 Pro Fan. All right, let's get to it. It is uh, November 28th, 2022. It is time now for In the News. I'm your newsman. Hello, thank you. It is Cyber Monday, as you probably know. Oh, yeah. Did you get some cyber deals? I didn't buy a single thing on Black Friday, nor have I bought anything on uh, Cyber Monday. You know, just, just FYI, if you didn't like the deal, like a month ago, it doesn't mean you have to buy it simply because it's Cyber Monday or Black Friday. Mm. Yeah, I didn't buy a thing either. Like there was this, there was a place I was looking at buying something, and and it was they're doing the buy one at regular price and get the second one half off. So what you're saying is you run twenty five percent sales all the time. So what you're saying is you're running a twenty five percent sale, but I have to buy two of them. <laughs> like it's, I, I just. Sometimes I, I think Black Friday deals, when you look at them, you're like, really? That Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. I don't, I don't get it. It is also National French Toast Day. Now, I did have some French toast over the weekend, and it was delightful. Good. We, had a, we went to Gravy, mm-hmm. which if you have not been to Gravy for a breakfast slash brunch, do it. It is amazing. And they have some of the best French toast I've ever had. The world's largest active volcano has erupted. Oh, kick ass. Mauna Loa. In Hawaii. That's the world's largest? Uh-huh. Active, yeah. Okay. It, it is erupted for the first time in 38 years. Mm. That doesn't seem that long ago. Well, Wh- since September, they've been saying it, it It was in a state of heightened arrest. Which, uh, which, which island? Which is kind of a weird way to say that. Um, is it on the big island? Yes. Well, because you know, a couple of those. I, Not I, sure. The the Big Island, um, dude. Some of those places, it's like you're you build your home like on permanent lava fields. Oh yeah. Like you have to build them up off the ground, but like it's like the only affordable place to live in Hawaii because well, lava. <laughs> right. Yeah, I do. I, I, it's I, on the Big Island. I think it's on the Big Island. Yeah. So thanks, but no thanks. And the Big Island's nice, but it's very different. Yes. Very lava y, as you <laughs> as you uh, point out. We went to Iceland. Some of the because uh, we were there when that volcano was still erupting and it was it was amazing to see, but at the same time you go up into some of those places in Iceland, it's you know 
yeah, it's cool to see, but let's just say I'm not building a summer home there anytime soon. Parts of Hawaii were under an ashfall advisory issued by the National Weather Service. They said up to a quarter inch of ash could accumulate in some areas. The eruption, though, isn't likely to threaten communities at this stage. Looks like it's kind of square, like right in the middle of that sucker. Yeah. And there's lava and cool things, but yeah. cool volcano stuff. I think there's a reason but why. In danger. There's a reason why not a lot of people. Well, I can't say a lot of people. It's not the most popular island. Yeah, like visit. why would you. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to build a house. I'm going to put it right at the base of Mauna Loa, the world's largest active volcano. That's the thing. I've, I've watched that like show, like Buy in Hawaii or whatever, on the Travel Channel. And there are people that do it because it's the one. If, if you want the only affordable place, and affordable is very much in quotation marks, you go to the big island. And yes, you have to deal with some uh, lava flow, but you know, you build your house on some big, <laughs> on like a platform there, and you know, you deal with it. Wouldn't that be awesome? You're like, you're just up in your house, and there's just lava flowing under your. You probably wouldn't want to build them with wood, huh? Probably not. Yeah. No, I think there's. I think they have like some structures there that, you know, are, are meant to try to be resistant to that. <laughs> uh, I've got winter weather news. Do you like winter weather? No, uh, I, I, I don't. And by that I mean snow. No. Heavy snow. We could have snow in the valley, Thursday or Friday Ooh. of this week. How do you feel about that? Tell me your feelings. Am I in the valley? Talk about your thoughts. Yes, we are in the valley. Yes. Not just the upper elevation. Just, it's a little early for me. Not happy? No, I don't don't want it. Uh, We'll get to that next. Also, is there anything a group of drunks can't achieve? (laughs) No. The answer is no. No. Uh, This is In the News for November 28th on The Fan. Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, the Hot 5 at 5 is coming up next. A lot of news today, including, uh, you know, what's what's heating up this week, as it always does, is the uh, college football coaching carousel. Oh, yeah. A lot of things to discuss there. Uh, but right now, it is uh, in the news for November 28th, 2022. Heavy snow and wind is making travel on the Cascade Passes quite hazardous through tonight. Not just the, the snow, the, uh, the all-important wind. Very and I will tell you. Gusty. Driving in crappy conditions, no matter what, sucks. Wind is an underappreciated kick in the groin. When you're dealing with bad conditions and the wind starts kicking up, you get 40, 50 mile an hour gusts. That is just a miserable experience. Because no matter how long you're driving for, you can't relax at all. It's like you're white knuckling that thing the entire time. I freaking hate it. So they're saying uh, areas at 4,000 feet or above have gotten 12 to 18 inches of snow. Yikes. Yeah. And you said it, it could be coming to us? Well, not that much, but they're no, saying, but. well, you know how they do, they hedge. Yeah. They're like, well, <laughs> possibly. we're seeing some patterns that could lead to snow in the valley later this week. Yeah. But uh, check <laughs> back. Maybe they should read the barometer more. <laughs> look at, look at, look at Will. <laughs> the greatest moment I've ever had with Will so far is when he goes, oh, so it's a thermometer? No, Will. That's that, not what happened. That that, measures, that's fine. Just keep pushing your agenda. <laughs> well, what happened? Yeah, would you care to share? So, Will, Will, Will the famous, so Will Ortner filling in for Buck. Yes. Famously, does not know what a barometer. Well, he didn't know what stationary or a was. Stationary. And he said, "I don't use I knew it, you so were I don't." Stationary. So he said that I don't need to know. And my response to that was, "I don't use a barometer, but I know what it is." Right. And he yelled at me, "Well, I don't know what the hell that is either." And I went, "Oh my god." 
And he goes, why? And I go, you don't know that it's used in weather? And he goes, oh, so it just measures temperature. And I said, no, Will, that's a thermometer. That is exactly... Actually, a thermostat. That is actually... A thermometer measures your temperature. No, a thermostat, Will, that, that regulates the temperature. <laughs> I don't care. Who cares? Oh I don't God. need to know these things. You're just out here pushing it an agenda. The best part is you can't deny the conversation because that's exactly how it went. And then you dropped a thermostat on me. I, I, there's no recordings of what happened. That's not how it went. You can tell your truth. I'll tell mine. <laughs> the barometer. Oh, so it measures temperature. Did you? And your truth is? That he's full of crap. Well, but what happened then? Well, just a lot of propaganda and lies from him. <laughs> Uh, people at a Northeast Portland sports bar stopped an armed robbery hey, early all right. Saturday morning. Yes, this was at a place called uh, <laughs> It's at a place called uh, B-Van Sports Bar. Okay, not familiar with it. Okay, neither am I. This was in the Park Rose neighborhood. Okay. That's um, Brandon Sprague country over there. Is it? Yeah. They're saying that that has not been impacted by theft or violence much. So, um, oh. You said B-Vans? It, yeah, it's called. it was called B-Van Sports Bar. That is an area that has been impacted I, by theft. I was going to say, I'm not trying violence. to knock that area, but everything that Sprague talks about, I, I feel like. Oh. I feel like that just. I, yeah, I think that's just kind of like goes hand in hand. Well, uh, I think you expect to be robbed when you're over there. Is that right? Yeah. That bad, huh? I don't think it's good. All right, well, um, so there was a would-be robber who targeted B-Van Sports Bar across the street early Saturday morning at 12.30 a.m., and he's, and this is across the street from Sandy Smoke Shop. Oh. They're saying. Uh, they responded to a, a reported robbery with a gun. When officers arrived, a bar employee and a friend had already stopped the robbery and pinned the suspect to the ground. Right. You know, a lot more of that is happening. I don't know yeah. if you've noticed this. As people, you know, brandish their firearms. People are having enough. Yeah, they're calling them on their beer. They're like, you ain't going to shoot me, and they take them down. Well, no, you got to be careful yes. because you, you got to be careful calling that bluff. That's right. Well, I mean, even the kid in uh, the the Colorado Springs that, that shot up the, the, uh, the gay nightclub, have you seen his mugshot? Oh yeah, they now. They beat the crap out. I mean, he obviously killed a lot of people. Did you see but, the interview with his dad? Did you catch that? Oh yeah, boy, that's he's one of you. No, that's a whole <laughs> other thing. Yeah, but I mean, you meth user, but they beat the living hell. Now they couldn't get to him, you know, obviously until he had committed some mass atrocities. But they beat the ever loving hell out of him. Yeah, and I think this is happening so often. You're getting more and more people when this stuff starts to occur. They're like, well, I am not going to be a statistic. If this is going down, I'm going down fighting. And it's sad that that's where we're at, but it it does feel like that is becoming a a thing. Fighting back. Now, the owner said that the gun ended up being a BB gun. Oh. They didn't know that, but that's that's what they handed to the officer and said, here, he had this. And so the the patron, his name is Daniel Mitchell— um, He's a hero. I mean, he didn't know that it was a BB gun. He was putting his life on the line. Jonathan Nguyen is the owner of the bar, and they team they tag team DS on it. Looks like it's right off of Sandy in like uh, 110th. They said he tried to rob the bar to pay off a drug debt, but um, I guess one of the other patrons in the bar pulled out a real gun. 
So he had the BB gun, and wow. somebody else, you know, that's 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 a thing, right? Yes. Like, yeah. Um. So then he put his fake pistol back in his pocket, and that's when they took him down. Yeah, you got to be careful if you pull out the uh, the fake one, and then someone pulls out the real one. Well, they're saying that the BB gun, they did not know that that wasn't real. Yeah. They just had, they had a good guy with a gun approach the bad guy with the gun, and once the good guy took out his gun, the bad guy sort of didn't stand his ground. Like, he kind of bluffed, yeah. right? Because yeah. he knew it was a BB gun, he was the only one that knew it was a BB gun. Yeah. So he put it away, and that's when they took him down. Yeah. That's... Again, and he he got beat up. I'd like to know what goes through your uh, your mind and and preferably your cojones when you're like you you've amped yourself up. You're gonna rob this. You're like I, I got a drug debt. It's all right. I got to rob this. I got to do a BB gun because I don't really want to hurt anyone because I'm kind of a candy ass. Drugs, Danny. Yeah, and you pull out the BB gun and you're like, give me all your money. And then you realize that someone is now pointing like a 44 at you. That moment of that's the definition of the the the, the scale of f around and find out. You're like ah crap. Sorry, I, I got a uh, misinformation. The 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 perp. His name is Daniel Mitchell. Oh, that's the perp. That's the perp. And then Jonathan Nguyen is the owner who helped take him down. So, um, look, don't mess with the drunks, man. No, no, they'll take you down. Really? <laughs> they still have their wits about them and their guns. It turns out. Well, again, this is. This is one of those. That and liquid current. Like, you know, you got to be careful. It's a dangerous combination. Dealing with all, all of those things yeah. together. That and maybe really not bad. the best part of town, you right. know, on right. on top of that. Look, all the guy wanted was a little drug money, okay? <laughs> well, you, and by I, the way, those bars don't have much money. That's, no. I mean, that's just a really bad. Come on, Daniel. Yeah. Come on. You got to be. BB gun at B-Van Sports Bar. You got to be better. All right. That is in the news for November 28th, 2022. The Hot 5 at 5 is next. Um, We have, oh man, so much news. Uh, Oregon State locked up uh, one of their coaches today. Yeah, which doesn't mean anything in the world of college football, but you know. Well, and it was only a year. I know. Well, wow. (laughs) Way to be cheap. It was a good thing today. It was a good thing. Oregon loses one of its coaches, and the Pac 12 has another coach opening the coaching carousel. We'll get you caught up on all the latest. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.